0: Welcome back to Floral Couch Conversations. I'm Emily, and I'm Melissa. And it's a very special Deer Petal Peeps episode. Woo! Even though like... we say every episode is very special.
1: Yeah, I feel like we need like a Deer Petal Peeps like song. intro song. Yeah, maybe you should sing one, make one up for next time.
0: Okay, I'll
1: Perfect. work on that. Perfect. <laughs> so we got some fun listener questions, right?
0: Yeah, we have a whole bunch of them, and to start this off, we actually have recently been getting a lot of questions about house buying process, because I think we've mentioned a couple times that, Alyssa, you bought a house. Mm-hmm. It's almost been two years, hasn't it?
1: Uh, Yeah, it'll be two years at the end of the month. Yes, I remember it well because you moved out of our apartment and I <laughs> cried
0: for months while I lived there alone. Aww. <laughs> um but it's okay. We grew up. We moved on. We started a podcast so we could still hang out. <laughs> the truth. Okay. So can you just walk us through the process like or no, no, no. Backing up. Why how do you decide to buy a house? Like, I feel like it's most people our age are still renting or they're like just thinking about buying a house. But what was your thought process on when you decided to buy?
1: Yeah. So, well, I knew you were getting married and eventually going to move out. So I was like kind of evaluating my options. So I was looking at renting, but renting a one bedroom versus like a two bedroom is not that much difference in price, Mm -hmm. but you're splitting with two people when you have a two bedroom. Right. And so I was like, this is going to be like really expensive. And so I looked and I was like, okay, I could get a mortgage for the same price or less than rent in a lot of cases. And then I'm building equity in something and it can maybe even turn a profit at some point. And Mm -hmm. it just like feels like a better use of my money. I feel like a lot of people, like, during when I was, like, evaluating these options, people were like, oh, I don't know if I know where I want to, like, live permanently. That's why I like renting. But I also knew that, like, I had been at my new job for, like, a year at that point, And I knew I wanted to be there for a while, if not, like, forever. And so I, like, purchased near work. Knowing that that's where I'm going to be going the most. And then I can always, like, travel to friends and family from there.
0: Right. And I feel like as long as you know you're going to be there for a few years. Right. Like, you can, like, you probably could turn a profit on your house right now. Yeah. It wouldn't be, like, what you wanted it to be. but
1: Right. Yeah, it's appreciated.
0: But you still could do it. Right.
1: So yeah, just uh, saving me some money or at least putting the money towards an some equity.
0: <laughs> I think that's very smart. And I also think it's not something people a lot of people think about. Yeah. But maybe I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um okay, so walk us through the process of, like, what you did first. Did did you look for a realtor, or did you look online on Zillow? Like, what
1: what was your first step? So, I, like, actually, I'm, like, a chronic Zillow watcher. Like, to this, like, even now, I, like, look at Zillow, like, twice a week, just because I love looking at houses. So, I've always kind of done that, and I was kind of looking at options and price ranges. And so, then, when I decided I wanted to actually, like, go through this process, I – asked friends that had bought um, like for realtor recommendations and one our friends Zach and Danny actually recommended their realtor and her sister had used this company as well and so like I met with them and I just got like a really good vibe and was able to like set stuff up and so then what they do is they said actually she said that Zillow isn't like always super accurate (laughs) So Mm -hmm. she, like, set me up with an MLS site, and it basically, like, filters, like, options within, like, the criteria I want, and then I go in, and I literally had to, like, put a check next to the ones I wanted to look at, and then she set up showings for me, and then we would go and, like, look at the houses.
0: (laughs) Dang, that's easy.
1: Yeah, I guess part of that, too, was um, before I started that process, I also... Actually, my realtor recommended – I got pre-approved from one bank on my own. I just, mm-hmm. like, the bank I was currently with. But my realtor also recommended a mortgage company. And so I got pre-approved there and got a better rate. So I did have to go through, like, all the paperwork to, like, get pre-approved for a loan before I started the search.
0: So you have to be pre-approved for a loan before you connect with a realtor?
1: I don't know if you have to, Um because they did recommend someone too, mm-hmm. but um, it, like it takes a little while to get that approval. So like if you want to like pull the trigger on a house and at the time, like it depends on the market too, like if the houses are going really fast, you want to be able to like put in an offer like same day sometimes. Yeah. And so you can't do that if you haven't like gotten your finances right. in order.
0: Gone through that process. Yeah. Right. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. So how many houses did you look at before you decided on the one you have?
1: Oh, good question. I think like 15 to 20.
0: And were you looking all in the same area or was it Um or how big was the area you you looked in? It was
1: probably like a 30 mile radius I like wanted to be near St. Paul and then like surrounding suburbs I was cool with like um. so yeah as long as it was in my price range within like a 30 minute drive from work I was like open to it
0: and when you were seeing houses was it easy to be like oh I like this one or was or and, like, hard to decide that way, or did you walk in and be like, nope, and then you finally found the one you were looking for?
1: Um, it was a little overwhelming at first, because the way it worked, at least for me, is you look at, like, like oftentimes the showings are on weekends, so you're doing, like, seven back-to-back-to-back, to back to back. and, mm-hmm. like, it's, like, a lot, and you're, like, trying to keep them all straight, and so, like, I had, like, a printed sheet with the addresses that my realtor gave me to, like, take notes and try to, like, distinguish, but... I think a lot of them, like it was easy for me to spot the things I didn't like, and that stood out for me more than the things I did like. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot that were like definite no's, like deal breakers. And then when I walked into my current house, I was like, "This is the first one where I didn't immediately feel like there was a flaw." And then I was like, "Oh, and this is a perk, and this is a perk versus like this being a flaw." And it just like, I don't know, it felt right.
0: Yeah, I went on showings with you Yeah, just just one day, and I was just thinking back to, like, all the houses that we looked at, picture them, and the house that you actually bought is so much nicer than all the ones we saw that day.
1: I know. There was one that we saw that day that I was, like, kind of liking, but there was, like, one big con, and that was, like that like you had to like duck to get to the basement and that's where the laundry mm-hmm. was. And I was like, this is going to suck and be so annoying. Um And yeah, like that's so true though. Cause other ones we saw were like complete dumps and that I was like, just not feeling it. And then, yeah, the one I bought, it just gave me like a good, good warm fuzzies. So.
0: Yeah. And well, It was. probably helped that they flipped it, right? So there wasn't really any furniture or anything in there? Like it wasn't – did they have it staged at
1: all? They didn't. That's that's a good point too because uh, my realtor said sometimes it's hard for people to look past, like, the paint color and things like that versus, like, yeah, I had a blank slate and could kind of, like, envision how I wanted it myself.
0: And not even the paint color. Like some of the ones we saw were, like, kind of, like, Gross like the furniture yeah. and just like cluttered and you feel like people if they wanted to pay well, maybe the market's so good right now that for sellers that they don't care that much, but Yeah. Um I feel like you would clean up your room a little bit more. Like that creepy house with the mirrors on the wall and the bedroom. Oh my
1: gosh. not <laughs> had like did that have a tanning bed in the basement? Yeah. Like, uh, such
0: weird things.
1: I just, like, feel like it's, like, that one. I forgot about that house. It, like, feels like a Jersey Shore, like, smush house. Like,
0: yeah, and there was, like, <laughs> all these bottles of lotion. Uh-huh, by the bed. I men. was, like, okay.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and then, I do
0: like, need to know who lives here.
1: No. I just pictured a guido, too, because then, remember, there was, like, in the one closet, there were, like,
0: a guido. Tw-
1: 20 shoe boxes of, like, kicks
0: like kicks
1: yes (laughs) uh and there are other houses I walked in and there was like literally a hole in the floor I was like okay Uh, we can just like we don't have to go any further than the entryway like I'm good Mm -hmm. let's go (laughs) yeah
0: yeah I feel like it was hard because you would walk in and be like okay no but then you feel bad so you have to like walk around and be like
1: oh oh yeah Right, especially if the people are there, or yeah. like I, I feel bad too because the realtor is spending the time. But then, like my realtor, I felt super comfortable just like being like, okay, no, we don't need to like waste our time. But I also feel like I had an advantage because I bought in a buyer's market, um, so prices were pretty low. But that also could have been why people weren't staging, spending money on staging.
0: Yeah. That's good to know that Zillow isn't that accurate because a lot of the houses around us have gone up for sale and we always look to see like what the prices are and to see the pictures. And it's interesting to hear that it's not necessarily accurate.
1: Yeah, the MLS is like the official like mm-hmm. listing that all realtors use. Yeah.
0: There's this one house that we know just got flipped and it's like a few streets over and we walk past it all the time, and we've been keeping an eye on it, and it, it just, like, it has not sold, so maybe the price is too high. I don't know. Maybe. But maybe we should buy it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> send me pictures later.
0: <laughs> okay, I'll send you the, the Zillow link. Perfect. <laughs> so, now that you've been in your house for two years, what what are your plans do you think you'll stay there for, for a few more years or do you have any like plans to make updates to it before you sell?
1: Um, yes and yes. So I feel like, I think that I didn't realize like how much money goes into a house, like beyond the like market price mm-hmm. when I bought, like I remember after putting in the offer, like I was confident that this was the house, but like. And then I had this, like, panic of, like, adding, like, hundreds of thousands of dollars to debt in my name, like, before I actually, like, signed. Mm-hmm. Um, and since then, like, things go wrong or there are updates that need to be made and that would help me make a profit when I before I sell. But that's still, like, money I'm going to have to invest. So, like, I, last Friday, got a new furnace. Yay. Um, <laughs> and then I need to, like, replace the roof. And... Um I've like replaced some of the doors and painted, and then I um kind of wanna do something with a deck at some point uh, in the backyard, but those are like the updates I would like to make as far as how long I don't plan on really moving unless i a get another job that like would require relocation, which I'm not like actively looking for um or if I meet Mr. Wright and like this isn't practical for raising a family, so like I feel like this is going to be like the for now home until like a big life milestone.:
0: You don't think it's practical practical for raising a family?
1: I mean, yes and no. it could be.
0: I think it has enough room, at least to like start a family.
1: That's true. Yeah. Make
0: Mister Wright come to you.
1: <laughs> that could work.
0: Hopefully, his job is nearby.
1: <laughs> right, I know. <laughs> I don't see this as my forever home. Mm-hmm. Like it's like, I really love it, and I think it was a gr- it's a great first home. But there are still like other things that I would ideally have in a future home, and especially if there was like a double income situation, right?
0: Yeah. I could
1: like get some more of those like dream items mm-hmm. in a future home exactly yeah
0: okay well that wraps up our interview with Alyssa about buying the house (laughs) uh thank you for sharing your knowledge yeah no problem I hope
1: it helps if anyone needs a realtor recommendation or has questions hit me up on Instagram (laughs) um all
0: right so we have a couple more questions This one is about friendship. So it says, Dear Puddle Peeps, you guys seem like such fun and great friends. I love listening to you every week. I'm struggling to keep my group of friends together after college. Do you have any suggestions? Ooh. I feel like this is such a common problem. Yeah. I feel like it's natural to have your college friend group kind of break apart and drift apart just because you're not living in such close proximity anymore or you may not be. And everyone has a full-time job most likely and are busier and you, you have to work harder at keeping your friends, friendships intact. And so it really comes down to like prioritizing which friendships are important to you and, And making the time for those.
1: Right. The other thing. Like college is meant to foster. Like friendships. Because you're all in like such close proximity. That it's like the ideal place. To like foster a friendship. But like to your point Emily. It's like. So much more effort than when you leave that. Four block radius. That you all spent four years. Getting to know each other in. Um, I think. I would say a couple things. One, uh, I feel like our friend group is really big on Facebook events so that we, like, get things on the calendar. Like, if it's not a Facebook event, there's – chances are it's, like, not going to (laughs) happen, which sounds dumb, but, like, because everyone, like, just gets busy with life that you have to schedule stuff out, and so we, like, make an active effort, I feel like, to, like, okay, what works for everyone to do this event together and, like, get it on the calendar months in advance? (laughs)
0: Yeah. For sure work on yeah, scheduling things out in advance. But I would also say don't put so much pressure on keeping the group together because if it's not meant to be together, it doesn't have to be. Um like like don't put all your eggs in your college friend basket, I guess. Like like try to make relationships other other places, like join another group or um like join some like other activity to meet new people or meet your coworkers and ha- start hanging out with them like your college is over basically and like there's so much more opportunity to meet new people you just you just have to work a little bit harder
1: that's a great point cuz like you only have so much time that it's like okay to have to acknowledge that someone was in your life for a period of time and they like were had a great influence but that you like are moving on and developing different friendships
0: yeah and I feel like it's easy it's so easy to keep in touch with people these days and you almost like don't need to talk to them because you can just like look at their social media which sounds bad but but sometimes yeah those friends who were just meant to be in your life for a little while like you can still keep in touch with them every once in a while and see what they're up to. But you don't have to, like, be super close as you were.
1: That's a great point. So this last weekend, actually, I had coffee with my friend Vanessa, who I haven't seen in probably, like, a year. Um, We went to high school together, and we, like, get together every once in a while, but, like, very infrequently. And every time we get together, like, we have plenty to catch up on. And she's, like, such a happy, positive person, regardless of, like, what's happening in her life, that it, like, gives me energy. But, like, I don't, like, we don't feel the need to, like, go out of our way to, like, get together more often. We just, like, acknowledge that life happens and it's good to catch up when we can. But it's, we're not any, like, less good of friends because we're not, like, seeing each other monthly or whatever it may be. And that's okay.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's another good point too, is just to understand that life happens and it's going to get busy and there's going to be times where you're busier than other times and to not like, I'm trying to think of the word, but you know, not like be mad at people for like not making time for you because you just need to understand that people are busy and people have different schedules and um
1: like it's not personal yeah so
0: not to take it personally um but that being said like the people who are meant to be in your life are going to be in your life so
1: agreed um the other thing i'll just add when you said keep up with friends on social media apparently vanessa is a loyal pedal peep and was like bum gets bummed when she gets caught up because she doesn't know what to listen to next so shout out vanessa thanks for being a. Pedal oh my theme. gosh hi vanessa she keeps caught up she keeps caught up on our lives yes and i love it flesh i wish all of my friends actually that's a solution tell all of your friends to create a podcast so you know what's going on in their life if you can't hang out
0: <laughs> i feel like it's funny that you said that because i feel like a lot of people in our life feel like they know what's going on more than like i would think they would because they listen to us every week and they're like oh yeah um and they just feel like they're more connected to us when but like it's one sided like we're just talking here so i don't know who is listening <laughs> but no
1: I totally agree because that's why I just feel like surprised every time someone says they listen. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. okay. So, like, okay, well, tell me about you because I don't know what's going on in your life. <laughs> right. So, well, good luck yes. to
0: this anonymous petal heap.
1: If they're meant to be in your life, they will be.
0: Yes. So, we wish you luck and we wish you great friendships. <laughs>
1: Yes. Invite us to a Facebook event soon.
0: (laughs) Okay. So the last section here is just gonna be some fun questions that people wrote in. Not not necessarily like heavy advice questions, but just kinda like getting to know us, which is which is fun.
1: Yeah, I like I saw these in the email that got sent and I like prepared a lot. So I did? Yes, because I like some of them are like our favorites and I struggle to pick favorite. Mm-hmm. So be prepared for really long winded answers.
0: <laughs> OK, well, yeah, so they're the favorite questions. I think I have two favorites for every pretty much every okay. um, everyone. So it'll just spark some conversation. Yes. <laughs> OK, ready. The first question is favorite TV show of all time. You answer first, okay, my I have two if I had to say one, it would definitely be the office, okay, because I basically have every episode memorized. I've seen the whole series through like ten plus times oh. um like if you watch the first two seasons with me, uh, it's really annoying because I will just recite the episodes word for word. <laughs> it's just so good. And then, second one, I actually just thought of this, but Ugly Betty
1: okay. is such
0: a good show. It ended way too soon.
1: <laughs> um, I never finished Ugly Betty. Oh, I so started good. it when we were living together, and I just, like, never finished. But maybe I need to give it another chance. <laughs> Get back into it. I know. Um. So I have, like, an addictive personality, you know, where I, like, get obsessed with, like, something Mm -hmm. for a while. And so, like, I feel like I have a favorite, like, at different points in my life. like
0: That's a good point.
1: So, like, as a kid, I was, like, weirdly obsessed with Walker, Texas Ranger. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Like, my parents were, like, okay, you weird kid, Like, why is this your favorite show? Um, And then in, like, middle school, high school, I was, like, the biggest One Tree Hill fan like to the point where I was I would like find similarities in the characters and like my friend Rachel reminded me a lot of Peyton so I started calling her Peyton for a small period of time kind of embarrassing but like I was obsessed (laughs) and I just like grew up with the characters um the other one is I feel like I was obsessed with Sons of Anarchy for a period in time. I would have said that was my favorite show for a while. Um, And the other overarching one kind of throughout would be Gilmore Girls. Oh, such a good show. I actually saw a tweet recently that, like, made me lol. It said, um, I downloaded a white noise app from the iTunes store, but it's just been playing This American Life and Old Gilmore Girls episodes. Because, like... (laughs) I feel like everyone puts Gilmore Girls on in the background, like, of whatever they're doing. Not everyone, but, like, Gilmore Girl fans. It's definitely a really easy show to put on in the background. Right. Well, and I've seen every episode multiple times. Mm -hmm. So, like, I can, like, pay attention, like, sparingly and, like, still know what's happening.
0: (laughs) That's how I feel about The Office, too.
1: Yeah. So... Not really one answer. I feel like for the like One Tree Hill was my favorite show for the longest amount of time, probably, um, and I can still watch that and probably recite most of it. But yeah. Okay. Next question. Favorite movie of all time.
0: <sighs> I have like five again. <laughs> I yeah. I think I have at least three.
1: Okay, let's hear them.
0: Um. Okay. So. My favorite movie of all time, like since I was little until now, is um, it's a live action Cinderella, if we're calling it live action, I guess. I called it real people back in the day because it wasn't cartoon.
1: <laughs> like, I literally had that same thought process in my head as you were describing it. <laughs> um, it's
0: 1964 version, or it came out in 1964, and... I had it on tape like it was on TV and I taped it when I was little and I could still to this day watch that movie over and over it's a Rodgers and Hammerstein musical version of Cinderella and so that's it's the same one as the one with Brandy and Whitney Houston oh my gosh and so that's another really good one but the 1964 version is still my favorite
1: that is pretty iconic
0: Oh, it's so good. <laughs> and and then I think my second favorite movie is About Time. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> with Rachel McAdams. So good. And then I have two more.
1: Okay, quick story about About Time, though, before you tell the other two. Is okay. We watched that for the first time together at our friend mm-hmm. Jamie's, and I like – you have to mentally prepare to watch movies and I know this. And so I was just like, so shocked at your like love for a movie, like in general, like you were so like drawn into it. I love it. <laughs> well, see, that's what happens.
0: Like, that's why I have to mentally prepare. And I don't normally like to watch them is because I get so sucked in, but this story was just like, so good. It just <laughs> stuck with me forever. Yeah. Um, so yeah great movie and anything with Rachel McAdams is good let's be real agreed Um, (laughs) and then probably Anchorman
1: Uh, I've never actually seen it but
0: oh my gosh your hatred for Will Ferrell doesn't (laughs) make sense to me
1: I like I don't know actually I just can't deal
0: (laughs) um I used to say "A Walk to Remember" was one of my favorites, but I think about Ooh. time about time beat beat that out.
1: Ooh, "A Walk to Remember" is like a classic. There's the song in it. Um, oh, I can't remember what the song is, but every time I hear it, I think of that movie. And it, you like, it. foot? Dream? Yes. 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 Dare to dream. Dare you to move.
0: Dare you to move? Yes. That's what it is. <laughs> Not dare to dream. <laughs>
1: Uh, So good, though. It puts me right back to, like, watching it for the first time and, like, bawling.
0: <laughs> so good. In, like, second grade.
1: <laughs> yeah, seriously, it's so old.
0: <laughs> um, Side note, do you have a favorite Nicholas Sparks book or movie?
1: Um, I didn't read a lot of the books because I didn't really, like, reading until, like, college and then it was, like, behind, but... Um, it probably either a Walk to Remember or what's the one with Julia, Julianne Huff? Safe and, Haven. Yes. I love that one as well.
0: I think my favorite movie is Dear John. Ugh. Because I love Channing Tatum and Amanda Seyfried.
1: So I love both of them in different movies. So I can't deal with movies that don't have the happy ending from the beginning. And like, I don't like- But it does that- have a
0: happy ending-
1: yeah, the movie the
0: does, end. the book yeah, doesn't. It...
1: But the movie oh, does. really? Yeah. Okay, wait, wait. What happens in the book that's different than the movie? In the book, like it
0: just ends and they don't get back together. I'm pretty sure. So, um, I'll have to look this up and fact check to confirm. <laughs> but in the movie, they show um, the girl. I can't remember her name. Um, yeah, don't remember um Walking past John in a in like a coffee shop, and so it like implies that they meet up again.
1: Yeah, but she married someone before she got together with yeah, him. Yeah, but then the, like then, me. yeah, but then the guy
0: dies.
1: I know it's just one of those stories
0: like, where it's like this is how it was supposed to happen.
1: I mean, yeah, but could they just have ended up together without her marrying? The no,
0: other because then it wouldn't be a story.
1: Uh, I just want everything to be a Hallmark movie. (laughs) That that would be really boring. Well, I I don't know. There's certain, I don't know. I just like need, it's not the, it doesn't give me enough closure. Okay. I feel like I need more closure than that, but.
0: Okay, moving on. (laughs) Your favorite movie is Go.
1: Okay, I feel like I need to preface this with the f- saying that I've been told I have really bad taste in movies, so <laughs> do it this by multiple people. Okay. But I don't care. I love them anyway. Um, for the longest time, I, when I was younger, Save the Last Dance was my favorite movie. Have you seen that? I don't think so. Really? Yeah. With, it's got Julia Stiles in it and Sean Patrick Thomas. Um, And lots of lots of dancing. It's so good. You should. Okay, we need to watch it. (laughs) Okay. Um, I don't really
0: like Julia Styles. She kind of annoys me. What? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry.
1: I'm trying to to think what else I've seen her in. Actually, besides Dave, Last Dance. Isn't and Me? the the Prince
0: and me? Yeah.
1: Really. Okay. Well, I'll contemplate and get over that later okay sorry um, <laughs> no it's okay um, I was really for a long time I would say Four Brothers was my favorite movie Um, which I'm also assuming you haven't seen
0: you're assuming correctly
1: <laughs> it's got, like, Garrett Hedlund in it, and Andre 3000, and um, Tyrese Gibson, and Mark Wahlberg, and I just, like, I don't know. It's, like, an action movie, but I loved it. The only person
0: just... I've heard of is Mark Wahlberg. Really?
1: Yeah. Garrett Hedlund was in Friday Night Lights, and Andre 3000 was from Outcast, and Tyrese Gibson is, like, he's also in the Fast and Furious franchise. Oh,
0: is Andre's last
1: name really 3000? No, that's just, like, his stage name. I don't... Well, actually, I can't confirm. But I'm guessing no. Okay. Um... I also really like the Fast and Furious franchise. I would... My cousin Tiffany and I would quote, like, all the movies. Well, not all the movies, because they've made them consistently. um, And are still making them. But, like, when we were little, we would be obsessed and, like, quote the movies. Um... And then, like, more lighthearted is Pitch Perfect. Has a special place in my heart.
0: great movie.
1: Yes. And I just, like, remember going with, like, all our girlfriends in college to the theater. And it just, like, gives me, like, happy thoughts. Plus, I can watch it over and over again and not, like, be mad about it. Mm -hmm. So that is my long list. (laughs) Cool. (laughs) So you've seen one of the five that I mentioned, four that I mentioned.
0: Yep. Yeah. Well, you've seen three of the four that I mentioned. Or did I mention five? I can't remember. Cinderella. I haven't seen,
1: I've seen Cinderella. I've seen About Time. I've seen.
0: Oh, you haven't seen Anchorman. No. Such a shame it's really stupid but hilarious (laughs) the next question is if you could only listen to three musical artists for the rest of your life who would it be
1: so this is a really hard question I like spend the most time thinking about this question
0: so I thought I had my answer but now I'm second guessing it
1: well and okay so I was like, I love Whitney Houston, but she's obviously not making new music. So then it's like, do I want to pick someone that's going to bring out more music if I can only listen to three for the rest of my life? And so I picked like three current. Okay.
0: I picked one past and two current.
1: Okay. I wonder if any of ours overlap. I'm going to guess no. Maybe one.
0: I don't think. No? uh, Okay. No. let's, Let's hear it. Okay, mine are The Carpenters, Yes. Ben Rector, I knew Ben Rector was going to be on your list, (laughs) and Taylor Swift.
1: Okay, that makes sense.
0: Because I feel like it's a good mix of slow and fast, like there's good work, because you got to think of like, okay, what music will I work out to? What music will I like chill out to? Mm Mm-hmm what music is sad and like you know you gotta go through all the different moods agreed and i feel like ben rector and taylor swift are still kind of making new music and and creating new things and then the carpenters their catalog is just like huge right of all this great music so
1: yeah no i feel like those are solid picks also speaking of ben rector i saw you just bought ticket
0: yes i'm going in march i'm so excited
1: that'll be fun Anyway, do you want to hear my three? Yes, of course. (laughs) Um, 21 Pilots. Of course. Because I feel like they have a variety, Mm -hmm. and they're obviously still making music. Also, at their concert, I forgot to tell you this, they played the song The Hype. Did I tell you to listen to that yet? No. Okay, you should listen to it because it kind of just, like, gives me, like – like alt rock vibes and i feel like it's one song that maybe you'll like so check it out let me report back
0: <laughs> okay the hype the hype Yeah, 21 pilots yes okay
1: um kelly clarkson because i feel like she's got some upbeat stuff i but...
0: oh, <gasps> contemplated putting her in mine
1: yeah, I just, like, I feel like she is the poppy and, get like, the workout music, yeah. and then also she's got some slow stuff, mm-hmm. and she's still making music, and I just, like, love her as a person. She
0: has some, like, country-y stuff, and yeah. some, like, super poppy stuff, and then, like, early 2000s, and then she's still making good music, so, yeah, agree and with your does, choice.
1: Yeah, and she does good collabs yeah which i don't know how that fits into this like fake universe and she has a christmas <laughs> album <laughs> oh my gosh yes um and the last one i like switched this a couple times i put parachute um because i also like is upbeat but i also like was debating on like a country singer but i couldn't decide on one so <sighs> parachute for now <laughs>
0: Okay. Yeah, I cut Parachute out of mine because I feel like I like I would want to listen to Ben Rector more. Yeah. Which is weird because of how much I love Parachute, but
1: I mean, it's understandable. Mm -hmm. I feel like yeah, I don't know. Did you see the new Parachute sweatshirt that's on sale?
0: Yeah, the Friends.
1: Yeah, That's it's so cute. cute, isn't it? It is cute.
0: <laughs> I have enough parachute merch, though. Same. <laughs> okay, there's two-, <clears throat> there's two more questions. Next one is, what do you think of tattoos, and do you have any? You want to go first?
1: Um, Sure. I really like tattoos. I think they're addicting. I have two, and the third one is on the schedule for December. <gasps> um, Can you tell us what it is? I kind of want to wait. Okay. But it's, I think it's going to be on my forearm. Ooh. Um, but it's just, like, I don't know. I feel like for me, tattoos, like, all have meaning, But then I know people that, like, get annoyed with people asking, like, what's the meaning behind their tattoos? Because sometimes people just, like, like to decorate their body, which is also okay. So, I don't know. I'm a big fan of tattoos, and I think it's interesting to, like, observe what people choose. (laughs) Yeah, I would agree with that. I have
0: nothing against tattoos, and I do think it's cool, like, if you have something that means enough to you to put it on your body but I just like that but but I just haven't found anything that um I guess it sounds weird to say that means enough to me to put it on my body but I just feel like I don't really honor things that way yeah and so I I definitely I think it's cool totally open to it love when other people get tattoos but I don't think I would ever get one
1: that makes sense I also feel like I was probably like Rachel my friend from high school is a tattoo artist and so like I and like she got tattoos before me and I just like feel like I was more I don't know I feel like I was exposed to tattoos like pretty early mm-hmm. and, like, and to me they like might not have a meaning like the meeting might not make sense to other people, but, like, I, like, when I think about a tattoo, I'm, like, will I regret this? Or will I think about how I was feeling in the moment when I got it and what I wanted it to represent? Mm-hmm. And I have no regrets.
0: <laughs> well, good. Do you want to give an explanation of your tattoos? You have two two of them, right?
1: Yes, I have two right now. Um, I have a twins tattoo on my foot with a little baseball because – I really like the twins, but also, like, some of my best memories growing up. This is my first tattoo when I turned 18 and was, like, about to, like, embark on my own. But some of my best memories growing up were, like, my dad and my sister and I, like, sitting and watching the twins together and, like, making a game out of it. Like, we played Pick Your Stick, which is just, like, a point system for picking your favorite player of the game. And, like, it just, like, gives me all those, like, warm, like, fuzzy, like, homey vibes and I still love the twins to this day so like I have no regrets (laughs) the second one is a star on my wrist I was about to go to grad school and I was like trying to like tell myself that I was like meant to be there because like because I got in the program and it was just like a long process of like some self-doubt and that kind of thing and so like it's just like a reminder that I'm a star and I'm supposed to be here and I deserve to be here and it's kind of been that throughout my life I love that. I don't think I've ever heard you explain it like that before. I feel like it's cheesy. So most of the time I don't tell people.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, I like it. And I think that's like, I don't, everyone needs to do that to themselves every once in a while. And like you have that star and sometimes I write in my journal (laughs) to tell myself that I, I'm okay. I'm doing okay. I'm a star. I'm like being successful. 'Cause yeah, it's easy to let those self doubt feelings creep in. Like my sister has a a little tattoo and it's an X. X X marks the spot for treasure. It's kind of the same same thing as that as your star.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, everyone expresses that in a different way. I, I didn't even think about like how comparable it is to like journaling. Like we get the same mental benefits from them. Yeah. It's interesting. I like it.
0: Well, thanks everybody for listening to this episode of Dear Petal Peeps. We hope you enjoyed listening to our answers, to your questions. And if you have more questions, send them in. It doesn't matter what they are. We'll answer anything. FloralCouchConversations at com.
1: Yes. And you can find us on Instagram at Floral couch or... Facebook, Flora Couch Conversations, and if you're liking what you're hearing, tell everyone you've ever met or strangers on the street and leave us five stars. We would greatly appreciate it. And we would love if you checked out our book club book. Emily and I have both finished Novembers and enjoyed it, and we will discuss all of the happenings on December 2nd. Um, it is I Found You by Lisa Jewell.
0: And we'll link a uh, – uh, and we will put a link to that in the show notes. So check it out. Yes. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye.